New Year's resolutions abound everywhere. Today on The Grid. The Grid, a digital frontier of freedom. It's our platform where we talk about faith, politics, and commerce, where we analyze current events from biblical and common sense perspectives. I'm so glad you knocked. The door is open and we have answered. Come on in and welcome to The Grid. Welcome believers, patriots, friends, and family alike. I'm Chris Coleman, the founder and CEO of the Kingdom Patriot Group, and welcome to our flagship podcast production, The Grid. But before we jump into today's topic and all about 2024 New Year's resolutions, let's first do a quick recap of the news in review. Oh, sorry to interrupt, Chris. Due to your European vacation without Chevy Chase, we will forego this week's news in review. We will continue this special New Year's edition of The Grid right after this. Midwest Glass & Mirror is a full-service glass & Mirror company. Located in Stevensville, Michigan, this company serves both residential and commercial customers in Southwest Michigan and Indiana. In business for over 30 years, they are the Glass & Mirror industry leader and are trusted by homeowners, property managers, and commercial clients. Their mission is to exceed your expectations by delivering top-notch professionalism, integrity, and craftsmanship. I know one of the partners personally, and I can assure you he is a man of faith, a patriot, and loves God and country. He's a great example of American small business success due to hard work and an expert craft. Call 269-428-4464 or visit MidwestGlass.com today and ask how they can help you. Again, that's MidwestGlass.com or call 269-428-4464. Be sure to mention that you're a Kingdom Patriot. So in 2024, it is all about the future and it is all about the hope. We talk a lot about that here at the Kingdom Patriot Group, and I'm sure everyone is talking about that because, hey, welcome to 2024. So what New Year's resolutions have you made for the year? I know I have my personal list, including uh, leading better, uh, financial management, investing, growing closer to the Lord. Uh, spending more time this year with my wife, weight loss, you you name it. I, I mean, I've got a list. We all do. In fact, there's often no limit to the number of resolutions that we have each other. But I also have hope for this country, and I want to talk about that a little bit. We have an election on the very near horizon this fall. We'll determine if we're going to have more of the same failed policies, police state, more politics, more problems, less solutions, or if we're gonna have progress, better, more frequent conservative ideas, fiscal management and responsibility, protecting the unborn, the protection of religious freedom, even a return to Judeo-Christian values. That's what we're gonna find out this fall. That's certainly on my New Year's resolution to contribute to. Those are all choices that are coming in the very near future. Will Dr. Sherry O'Donnell successfully capture the open U.S. Senate seat in Michigan and thus tip the balance of power in the Senate, or will the Democrats once again rule the day? Will terrorism finally be destroyed? Will Russia once again, or for once and for all, I should say, be kicked out of Ukraine? Will China's economy finally implode? Will our economy tip over the edge? Will we fall into stagnation, recession, or worst case, into a full-blown depression? These are the questions and the concerns in 2024, questions and concerns that I hope that some of these we, they do not materialize. 
So what am I hopeful for in 2024? Um, what are you hopeful in 2024? I mean, every year when we get to this point, it's psychologically, it feels like a new beginning. Just the beginning of the year, it's like, okay, it's a new year. What can this year be about? And I think part of the reason that we feel like that is because in other countries, or I should say, unlike other countries, we still have hope because that's what freedom does to you. Even in our country where we have what I would call a bastardized, twisted, restricted, and limited example of freedom, it's still far better than the vast majority of the world experiences because that's what freedom does. It brings hope. We have the ability to hope. We have the ability to think about the future. At least hope from an economic and a governmental or governance uh, perspective. So again, what are you hopeful for in 2024? Well, let me tell you a little bit of mine uh, politically. I'm hopeful for the complete trifecta in election success. That's what I'm hopeful for. I'm hoping for a massive increase in House seats. I'm hoping that the Republicans retake the Senate. I'm hoping that we win the presidency. I'm hopeful that Joe Biden is able to rest peacefully in a retirement home as he and his family figure out how to deal with onset of dementia. I'm hopeful for justice and that the corrupt will face the consequences of their intentional law-breaking crimes rather than being hidden and discarded inside a justice system that appears to longer be blind to the economic class of the perpetrator, or in this case, the entire crime family. I'm hopeful for the opposite as well. I'm hopeful that those who have been unfairly targeted by the police state or by corrupt law enforcement will get their day in court and that justice will prevail, that justice will not elude them. I hope and pray that those who are incarcerated unlawfully will be released. I'm hoping for all of that, politically speaking. Economically, I'm hopeful for interest rates to decline, for personal spending to increase, and for people to keep their jobs. I'm hopeful that regulation decreases and that a hard landing from an economic perspective is avoided. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that the American people will survive this economy despite all the indicators that tell us otherwise. They tell us that the worst is still to come and it's going to be bad, but I'm hopeful. But from a faith perspective, this is where the rubber meets the road. I know that true hope is found in Christ. It's nice to have hope that the political environment will improve and that the economy will be resilient, which often in America it is. But also, I know in scripture that the end times say it's going to get bad. Therefore, where my hope is, my peace will be determined. Or maybe put another way, my peace or the ability to have peace will rise and fall by whether or not my hope is materialized or whether it's dashed. But that's true if my hope is only here and now. And then likely my hope will be crushed because again, it just kind of fluctuates with whatever the circumstance, whatever uh, is happening in the moment. My peace will be destroyed, I'll live in misery as I see the world around me crumble if that's actually what happens. In fact, in a world that continues to appear to be more and more anti-Christ. And in fact, as I think about it, the anti-Christ will truly come to power for really two reasons. Number one, because that's what the Lord said would happen. It's in scripture, it's prophesied. We know it's gonna happen. But the environment, or as I think about maybe the timing of that is gonna happen um, when the earth itself will be anti-Christ. So what do I mean by that? It's almost like the Antichrist will come to rule the Antichrist culture of the Antichrist earth filled with Antichrist kingdoms. 
That is very, very true. The Antichrist is only going to assume power because the culture, the kingdoms, the human race is at a point that it embraces that. That's why when we think about the end times, it's it's not going to be good. Our hope must be found in Jesus and Jesus alone. That's why when I think about scripture and in Philippians 4, where Paul says that don't be anxious about anything, but rather with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, I know we've talked about that more than once on the grid and it rings true, just as true today as it has in the past when we've talked about it. And that is this. Paul is really telling us, he's not saying that our circumstances are going to change. That would be peace based on circumstances. That would be hope based on circumstances. No, he's telling us, connect with the Lord, press in to the Father, present those requests. To the, and when you connect with him and you are have a heart of gratitude and thankfulness, then God's peace is going to come. It's going to guard your heart. It's going to guard your mind through Jesus. It's not that your circumstances have changed. It's that your heart changed. And that, friends and neighbors, is where true hope is found. Are in the political arena, in economy, are we going to contend for those things? Absolutely. We're absolutely going to continue to do that. But that's not where our hope is found. Our hope is found in the internal glory of Jesus. So I just wanted to encourage you in that today. Our hope is in Jesus and in Jesus alone. So just a quick shout out and thank you again to our sponsor, Midwest Glass and Mirror. Remember, folks, your hope is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus alone. Let's make 2024 a fantastic year for each other. Let's all be encouraged through the word of God. On behalf of Chris Coleman and all of us at The Grid, I'm Sean Griffin, wishing each and every one of you a happy new year. Don't forget to go to kingdompatriot.us to join the movement for faith and freedom. Make sure that you give us a five-star rating on this show, because that is how we spread and broaden our audience. If you're just watching us, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, pretty much any other podcast platform. Follow us, subscribe, give us a five stars, do everything you can to help us spread the word. And if you're only listening today, our primary mode of distribution now is actually on video. We sure would love it if you'd share us with friends and family. And as always, your membership is appreciated, your input is valued, and your voice is definitely needed.